This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. Presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. Presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Now live from the Merchants Auto Studio, here's Nick Anastas and Ryan Stores. It's the Fantasy Champion Show here on ESPN New Hampshire. We're on TuneIn. And we're online at ESPNNHradio.com. I'm Nick Anastas, and with Ryan Stores, we're presented, as always, by North End Subaru and Mazda. Their website is BuyNorthEnd.com. Check out the latest specials there, BuyNorthEnd.com. Special guest, ESPN.com's Tristan Cockroft joins us at the bottom of the hour. Tristan, of course, a longtime friend of the program and He's a guy you want in your ear, in your corner down the stretch when you're fighting for playoff positioning. So we'll ask him some questions. You can ask him some questions as well. Tweet us. We're on Twitter, at ESPNNH. Again, the Twitter handle, at ESPNNH. And we'll fire some questions if we deem them worthy enough <laughs> to flow towards Tristan Cockcroft. All right, as usual, we'll go game by game, break this thing down from a uh, fantasy perspective, week 13, it is officially week 13, and uh, it's going by quick, Ryan, stores very quick, very quick. as it always does. Every single year, before you blink it, it's already halfway through the season, now we're in the playoff crunch for fantasy, so a lot of important stuff to go over here, and uh, looking forward to breaking this down this week. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's begin, though, with a recap of week 12, and I guess the big news uh, that, that broke midweek, at least up here in New England where we're doing the show, is is the absence of Rob Gronkowski back surgery out really until further notice. They may get him back, I guess, for the playoffs or or whatever the timeline looks like. He's going to be out down the stretch most likely for fantasy owners. Um, my question is two-part to you, Ryan, as we begin the recap. Uh, Gronk owners, where do they find replacements or a replacement? at the tight end position, and what do the Patriots do with Gronkowski now out of the lineup, much like he was in early September, although Tom Brady was not under center? True, yeah. I, I think as far as the answer, second part first, I guess, for Patriots, they, they've obviously been able to um, win without him. He's been kind of uh, banged up most of the year, so it's not really anything new, you know, how Belichick's his next man up, but the only thing that kind of worries me there, too, is, is Bennett, the, uh, the second tight end, isn't nearly 100% as well. So right. As far as if you're looking to replace him fantasy-wise with Bennett, who is probably owned in most leagues as well, he's not 100% either. So I'd, I'd look other places mm-hmm. for a tight end. We talked about him last week, uh, tight end from Houston, Fedorowicz. Uh, he may still be available here and there. Um, so that's a player to look at. Uh, but not a ton of t- uh, tight end options, so this is definitely going to hurt him. But I would think overall, for, Grant, for Gronk and his value, you know, he's, I've seen him going first round of drafts last year and, uh, you know, he, he kind of filters in first or second round, but I think his value year to year here is, is declining because he just can't stay healthy, can't stay on the field. Right. He's definitely not going to be wanted a first round pick next year. And I think it's just going to keep on falling and falling. And who knows? This is a back surgery. We all know how, you know, those, they, sometimes they come back good. Sometimes they come back and they're not a hundred percent the way they were before. So I think it's a lot of question marks there. If you own them, uh, even in a dynasty camp, uh, format, then that's, that's troubling and, 
you know, next year in the draft, uh, he's definitely not a top top two or three round pick, if you ask me. Um, I don't know if there's any other options uh, as far as players available. Maybe you got a couple. That you yeah, I got I got a couple right here. Lance Kendricks is one from the Rams, uh, borderline top twenty on the season at the position. Seven targets last week, four catches the last two, and got in the end zone last week. Jared Goff behind center. We know about rookie quarterbacks kind of leaning on tight ends. Seems like a semi-favorable schedule coming up. He's got New England and then Atlanta. Week 15, Seattle could be a problem, but but Lance Kendricks is only 13% owned. And then uh, this one kind of surprised me. Jermaine Gresham was, was kind of a name a few years ago. Um, when he was younger, but he's got some matchups too. That's the Arizona tight end. He's only owned in seven percent of leagues, and uh, he's at least an athlete, I think. There uh, again, found the end zone the last two weeks mm-hmm. for Arizona. So maybe Graham, maybe Kendricks. Not sexy name, surely. Not like a Gronkowski, but uh, maybe serviceable here if you if you need a guy in a pinch. All right, continuing to review last week's. Uh, I guess highlights from week 12. How about Colin Kaepernick in the center of controversy for pregame reasons, but uh, after starting this season in the doghouse and on the bench, he uh, quietly has, has been pretty decent. He's, he's had uh, moments where, you know, he's looked inaccurate, where the old problems have kind of resurfaced, his mechanics, etc. But uh, last week exploded. Nearly 300 yards, three touchdowns at Miami, only one interception. Did a lot of damage on the ground. Remember that. The guy can run like a deer. Um, maybe a daily option again this week at Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. a good matchup for him. I think uh, with my experience as being an Eagles fan and watching Chip Kelly uh, coach these quarterbacks, uh, he, he's definitely had some names that you know you wouldn't think that would be really good fantasy options. Nick Foles brought, bringing to mind, even bringing Mike Vick back into fantasy relevance. And now I think that Colin Kaepernick has gotten a little bit used to the offense. Um, he's bringing him back into fantasy relevance as well. So uh, obviously the team's still struggling, but as far as fantasy relevance, uh, Kaepernick is, is definitely up there in an option for sure. He, I think all but that last play of the game where he, I think he should have just, you know, took it down and just ran it in. Um, it would obviously give him even more points, but I think that'll come. But I think right now he's definitely a fantasy option moving forward, and uh, you know there's some banged up options there. So, uh, so there's definitely. Another name, Trevor Simeon. About 368 yards against the Chiefs Sunday night. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, at over 30 fantasy points. Just the second time, though, he's gone over 300 yards, and we know how they operate in Denver. It's still run first, but, um, you know, you're in a pinch. I'm not sure how many buys there are this week. If there's just two. There's the last yeah. two. It's the Browns and the Titans, so that's it after that. Yep. Um, but you're a Marriott owner. Maybe you need somebody. You should probably have a backup in place. But uh, Simeon at Jacksonville, uh, maybe a borderline quarterback one play, as, as crazy as that may sound. Yeah, I mean, if you take his stats from last week, and it was a turned into a shootout game. It was very low scoring in the beginning. All of a sudden, the, uh, the gates opened, and uh, all the fantasy points started coming. And, uh, a lot of them came in Simeon's way. So, yeah, I think the, 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 you know, the, the Broncos have a lot of faith in him, and I think that he's He's definitely up and down and not very consistent, but you know, like you said, they do lean on the run. But he had a lot of big options out there. Marius Thomas, obviously Sanders can go deep. Yeah. Uh, it was Flowers that got that big play um, last week at the end of the game. That was a big 70, 70 yard plus uh, play. So he's definitely got some options there. He likes to pass out of the backfield as well. Tight end options. So 
I think, yeah, like you said, if there's some, um, you know, some concern and, and you need attention, he's definitely available and it's a pretty good matchup for him. So. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill, another name uh, from last week who played well, 285 and three against San Francisco, but I'm still on the avoid Tannehill bandwagon. Uh, he's gone under 200 yards in two of his last four games. That's despite the fact that they're winning. They're doing it on the ground, as we know, with, with Ajay and, and Tannehill, really kind of a complimentary piece, a game manager at this point. And the schedule coming up, brutal for the Dolphins at Baltimore against Arizona, at the Jets, and then at the Bills. I mean, those are four pretty good defense, three very good defenses, I think. Yeah, especially this week against Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh, you've seen them uh, definitely shut down some good quarterbacks this year. So I'd stay away from Tannehill this week. And it looks like the next few weeks, there should be some better options out there. Tannehill has been playing well, obviously a good matchup last week, but I, I would not circle his name the next few weeks coming up. Yep, and then there's the usual suspects as we look down the list from last week of top scorers in fantasy. Drew Brees continues, obviously, to get it done. He's having an MVP caliber season, although the team is still mediocre. It seems like that's been the deal the last few years. Uh, Kirk Cousins still throwing it around. They're behind a lot in that Dallas game. May not be as easy sledding against Arizona this week, but for sheer volume reasons, you still got to like Cousins, I think, as a quarterback one. And then how about Mark Ingram? The guy, uh, he's he's gone through, what, a lot of adversity this year, whether it's been physically, whether it's been his fumble issues, where he got benched there for a minute. And yet the guy has come out and put up some monster weeks, including last week. Uh, what he had nearly 30 points, 146 on the ground alone, two touchdowns, uh, over 160 yards of total offense. And that's the thing. He's, he's evolved in the screen a lot as well. So don't worry about Tim Hightower moving forward. This guy's a top 10 back right now by the numbers. And I think he's a top 10 back moving forward, Mark Ingram. Yeah, I'd agree. I almost, uh, counted him out last week with his injury. And now he's always going to have injury concerns. And I still don't think he has a questionable tag on this week, but. He looks like he's good to go. I, I almost said he wasn't last week, and uh, I, I bit my words there. So uh, he's, he's he's getting all the touts. He's, he's good to go, and uh, you can see him in the end zone. I was, obviously, I don't think anybody was expecting him to put 49 points up against the Rams, which has been a pretty decent defense, but uh, they found the end zone, and Ingram was in there a couple times, so he's definitely a good option moving forward. Again, it's the Fantasy Champion Show here on ESPN New Hampshire. We're presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. We've got ESPN.com's Tristan Cockcroft joining us at the bottom of the hour. And I know one of the questions you have for Tristan concerns Marcus Mariota and what he's been able to do. Obviously, you mentioned the Titans are on a bye this week, but but he's still a guy, I think, uh, definitely in dynasty leagues that, that needs to be owned and, and probably uh, can win some games here down the stretch in 2016 for your fantasy team. Um, another one of your players, how about Michael Thomas? You know, consistently getting it done. He's ranked 10th in my ESPN Fantasy League. Nine catches last week, 108 yards and two scores. Uh, this guy should not be sat. I know he's had a couple of down games a couple weeks ago. It's a good Broncos secondary, only four catches for 40 yards. But that's the uh, that's really the only floor. Well, early in the year, San Diego, four for 44. But you take those two games out, and he's basically gone at least 60, 70, 80 yards uh, with multiple scores or a score uh, for an average performance. They're at home again against a susceptible Detroit defense this week. Um, if you got Michael Thomas in the middle rounds, you're really patting yourself on the back in one-year one leagues. And obviously, if you grabbed him in dynasty leagues, you're really happy. And that's where my partner Ryan Stores is right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a great talent. Um, 
the thing with him, if you own him, especially in a dynasty format, game to game, you have to be patient because most of those points came in the second half. They didn't do much, and that's the thing. And if you own any Saint, really, even even Ingram, who we just talked about, Thomas uh, Cooks, who actually had a zero last week, um, you do have to be patient with each of them because Breeze, as you know, spreads the ball around. A lot of wide receivers, a lot of running backs, he has to get get the ball to. So don't get frustrated if he's not making, you know, getting the yards and, and touchdowns. But I, I think Thomas is still the one to own, though. He is. He is. But you know, because yeah. of the size in the red zone, he's, his targets are up there, and, and he's, again, going to give you at least four or five catches. Not going to give you the goose egg that, that Cooks did. Exactly. I mean, Cooks is the, is the, is the banger bus guy, so he's going to either get to your 75-yard touchdown pass or maybe just a couple catches underneath for, for a few yards. But uh, he's the red zone target. Uh, they still like Fleener there, but I think – Thomas is still the guy that they're looking for. They set plays up for him. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm pretty lucky that I was able to get him in, in my league here, um, and he's definitely the man moving forward. All right, one more name that popped up last week, and that's Taylor Gabriel. I know you've been high on him. He has emerged really out of the blue the last month for Atlanta. Two touchdowns last week, a touchdown before the bye week in Week Ten as well. Tell me a little bit more about Taylor Gabriel and that Falcon offense. So really, with him, it's the speed. I mean, he's just a burner, absolute burner. Uh, each week, they set up plays for him, uh, wide receiver screens, give him some room the guy can run. Uh, and a lot has a lot has to do with all the attention that goes to Julio Jones. You've seen probably with Gabriel's numbers going up, Jones is probably going down a little bit uh, just because the, the defense just swings over to, to Jones and it opens up plays for Gabriel. And they're right. They're not. They're not just getting lucky with Gabriel. They're writing plays into the playbook for him. Yeah. If you can see it in week to week. Uh, last week when he had two scores, those were design plays to Gabriel. Uh, the guy's got wheels, so if you get, if you, and he must not be on him a lot of weeks. I'm sure it's been uptake uh, after the last two weeks here, but there's still a chance you can go out there and get him. So if you see him on your waiver wire, pick him up because he's going to be valuable moving forward in the playoffs. Yeah, a little bit of a boomer bust because there's still, I think, a cap on his targets with Julio there and Mohamed Sanu out of the blue. Again, last week, productive with eight catches, so... Um, there is a little bit of risk there with Gabriel, but the reward is certainly great if you want to roll the dice at the receiver position. All right, we step aside. When we come back, we open up the floor to Tristan Cockcroft. You know who he is, senior writer at ESPN.com, friend of the show. You want to get some last-minute questions over to Tristan, hit us up on Twitter. We're at ESPNNH. Again, at ESPNNH. Tristan Cockroft next here on the Fantasy Champion Show. You are listening to ESPN New Hampshire. Tune in and ESPNNHradio.com. We're presented by North End Subaru and Mazda.